Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Queens podcast. And y'all, I've just had some anxiety, but it's like good anxiety. Um, Just God showing me so much stuff about purpose and future and family and all of those things. And it's very uncomfortable to me and it's a good uncomfortable, but I think that especially at night, it just like really comes at me. Um, And I am recording this at night. So this kind of helps, is going to help me. But like I said, I think the other episode that, no, it was the one around the election time that I'm kind of just, I have some things written down, but I kind of am just going to more freeform it a little bit and just kind of talk to you like you are my friends because y'all are my friends and um I think sometimes better things come out of that just the free flow so I in my devotional today actually today right now is Thanksgiving and it was talking about um just gratitude a little bit but it was the scripture was mainly like talking about gratitude and if you hear things rustling around it's me having all these books and the bible and sticky notes and this verse was in psalms 136 and it was mainly talking about like giving thanks and the main line that kept coming up after each like um verse or like line i guess i should say is his faithful love endures forever his faithful love endures forever his faithful love endures forever and in this like it just that was just has been a common theme throughout 2020 is like even though destruction and chaos and division is all around us and death is all around us like if we get quiet and we can get still at least from my point of view is like his faith you can see his faithful love endures forever because I think the backbone of faith is like the unseen it's what we don't see and that's the root of like because we can't see God we can't see Jesus we can't see the Holy Spirit so that's where we put our faith is in the unseen that's where we anchor ourselves in the unseen and I was looking the his faithful love endures forever is from the NLT version of Psalms 136 but I thought in the passion version it says his tender love for us continues on forever his tender love for us continues on forever and I just love that especially during this time like this is forever like so much so many things going on on this earth are not forever but his faithful love endures forever and so that was kind of the opening and one of the one of the um why am I why am I like my brain's like what is going on um one of the verses is give thanks to him who alone does mighty miracles his faithful love endures forever give thanks to him who made the heavens so skillfully his faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who placed the earth among the waters. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made heavenly lights. His faithful love endures forever. The sun to rule the day. His faithful love endures forever. And the moon and stars to rule the night. His faithful love endures forever. 
And that was just something that I was just like, let's get hype about that. Like, come on, let's go. And the heart of this episode, I need to stop saying that. (laughs) I just have go-to words that I'm just like, it's, it's a matching up with homies is where we're at. But what I really was thinking about for this episode is like, I don't want to do this standard like gratitude or thankfulness episode, which I mentioned on my Instagram. And I want to do something different and just like, cause it's a hard time. This is a different Thanksgiving. This is a different day and meaning than before because we're not all with our family members. We're not all we're searching, some of us are searching for gratitude if you've lost someone or if you're just struggling with depression or anxiety or just, you know, wondering what your future is going to look like, wondering where money is going to come from next. Like, so there were on a variety of different levels this year, but also all the same because they're, we're in this together, but it's also, we're all going through like kind of similar but also different things. And so I didn't want to do just the regular like, hey guys, I'm thankful for this XYZ. That didn't feel appropriate really for this time or this year. Um, But just to say that like, I am grateful for all of you listening to this podcast. And this is something that I never thought I could really talk about God to people in a way that was natural for me and not like too preachy. And I think I'm so grateful for everyone that is listening. And it's no, it's not like the biggest listens I get, but like every single one of you means so much to me that's taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say and it means more to you know because I didn't always have that in my life and I am just thankful that you take your time and you continually show up and just I hope it helps you I don't know let me know but um I just am so thankful for for y'all and yeah so moving on I have been like going through like forgiveness because I'm in forgiveness university with um that's the sermon series for transformation church with Michael Todd and what really came up with me is this tension of gratitude and this like there's a void still there like gratitude and like pain or gratitude and sadness gratitude and depression gratitude and just like these two things that you have in life and it's always I think it's always like oh someone's worse off than you so be grateful like someone is starving to death like be grateful and not until this year did I really know like I didn't grow up knowing that you could have like two be too, feel two emotions, feel two feelings or whatever, and it still be okay. Like, you can still hold gratitude, but you can still hold, hold pain. You can still hold joy and sadness at the same time. I didn't know that basically until this year, and I'm, that's one of, another thing, if we're just gonna say, drop a little hints of being grateful in this episode, is just like, that you can hold both in your hands. Because I feel like, 
in my life, I've grown up in this state of privilege and doing things and going places that people could only imagine in their heads and just only look at pictures of online. And But also, sometimes in a relationship, there's a void there and that doesn't that hole doesn't get filled no matter how much success or how many things I buy or how many accolades I get or how many jobs I get. Like that void of that relationship is still there and it's real and it's raw and like it doesn't, nothing can cover up that void. Nothing can complete that security and that safety that that person was supposed to still instill inside of me and I think that's where it's like we're such in a in a society of more and more and more but it's like at the end of the day we see all these celebrities we see all these people and it's like they're actually not happy and I just think that it's okay for you to have this to carry this tension of like yeah I'm so blessed in my life but this relationship still hurts this this um them not being there still hurts like yeah I'm so grateful that I'm alive but like I went through that abuse or just whatever that is for you it's okay like let me tell you like it's okay to carry that tension because even still like I felt like why am I complaining about this that and the other because I get to do so many things, I've gotten a great education, like blah, 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 like why am I ungrateful? But it's like, at the end of the day, like that means nothing for just, for me, my love language is quality time, so like that means nothing to me if I just can't just talk to someone and feel comfortable and feel vulnerable and feel authentic, like yeah, I love fashion, I love clothes, but like at the end of the day, I could give all of that away just for a relationship with someone and just for a deep connection with someone that I truly have been craving for for so long, you know? Like, I would literally chuck it all away because even though I love fashion and I love all these things, like, I, if someone's like, okay, can I have that? Like, can you give it away? Like, I'm not that attached anymore. Like, maybe when I was younger, I was attached, but like, hey, I'll give it to you and I'll give it to you for free. Like, that's what matters the the that doesn't that stuff doesn't matter that stuff doesn't ultimately bring me joy it's relationships and it's human connection and it's the connection and the intimacy I have with God that truly fills me up in ways that like buying a bag or buying shoes can't like those things are fun and I and I love expressing myself through that but like when I have conversations with my friends that are so like just life-giving like that's what that is and I think that's at the heart of the gospel and the heart of who Jesus is because at the end of the day we're supposed to be more and more like Jesus and he didn't care about what he looked like he didn't care about the latest trends or the latest gadgets like he was like I see that person on the side of the road they're a person just like me and I'm gonna speak into them I'm gonna care for them I'm gonna see them I'm gonna let them know that they're chosen not forsaken that they're loved and they're seen and like just instilling that and we're supposed to be more and more like Jesus every day and I think that that's where I always come back to is like it's the relationships 
that make you feel rich and have the abundant life. And that's why Jesus in, like invites us into relationship because we know that that gives us longevity, that propels us forward, that gives us hope, that gives us um, faith, that gives us something to cling on to. And yes, like in relationships, it can be a toxic relationship. It can be not manipulative, but at the end of the day, our most important as cheesy at sounds relationship is with God. And I think that's what this year taught me is just like going deep in relationship with God. Like he speaks to me personally. Like I have that intimate time at night, not even when I'm trying to like talk to him, but it's just this intimacy at night with him that I'm truly like, I could literally sit here for days, for hours, and this be more fulfilling in my life than buying something or going on a trip it's just like so centering and grounding and knowing that like I am enough right here in my pajamas with no makeup on and just raw and bare and that's where like I hold this this um tension sometimes it's like relationships are tricky relationships are hard so it's like I have all these things to be grateful for but sometimes it's like but I don't have this I don't have that that's just like grounding and like something to always come back to and I'm not talking about romantic relationships I'm just talking about those foundational relationships like family members friends um just mentors just things like that that are really just grounding you and just speaking truth and into your life and that's where I kind of was at of just like God, like, I'm so grateful for everything in my life, but I still hold this void, you know? And so what really got me at the end of the day was, like, I know I'm supposed to be used using this, but, like, I also don't, like, this tension, it went into a different tension of, like, I know you can use this, but I also don't want you to use this. I also just want this relationship to happen and to be good and to be fruitful and to have these memories together. But it's also like I can't stop and stunt my growth in my life waiting for this person to see me and to know and to be aware that they hurt me and they influenced a lot of things in my life. And um, it was just like, Lauren, like you can't have this person stunt your growth anymore. You have to let go and forgive and allow yourself to be propelled forward to do that what you were meant to do and to be the person that you're meant to be and to connect with people that you're meant to connect to even if that person doesn't come around even if that person doesn't see what they're doing and so at the end of the day I know wherever you're at whether whatever circumstances you're at in your relationships with your parents um, your siblings your mentors your aunts, just whatever relationship, like just know that God is going to glorify and just magnify that and just let him fill that void. Let his heart, let his truth, the words of the Bible speak into that void to know that like no matter what, no one on this earth can keep you from God, from the truth. And 
just know that like okay I really felt like he was saying okay Lauren like you have this privilege you have these life experiences like so how are you going to use it like you can mope around and just keep looping this narrative but like you know you have work to do you know you can reach people you know like at the heart of you are you want to connect with people who feel broken who feel lost so like you went through these life experiences okay you can use that you can use the wisdom I've given you you can use the truth that I've given you and so as much as I'm like but but what about that but what about that person it's it's not it's not the end, it's only the beginning, and it's like, but you can form other relationships that can speak truth into you, and that can also, like, help you grow, so it's like, I lost, who, I may have lost something, or I may have lost memories, or lost ground with this person, but, like, who knows if I just keep going forward and going where God leads me, that I will, meet other people and meet other people who may not fill that void I don't want to say that but just propel me in ways and show me things about people and about relationships that I didn't get from this person so I just think that that was something that was just running around in my head and I was like I want to tell people that I want to give people that freedom like you can carry being grateful and also this pain with you and but also know that like you don't have to carry that alone and you can surrender a lot of that and because you're not supposed to carry this heavy weight like God Jesus is available to to take that on because that's what Jesus died for honestly on the cross is like he was like, I'm taking on all these, these lashes, these scars, this blood, these wounds because I care about you. Whatever your name is, like, I care about you. I see you. I want to take on all this shame. I want to take all of this sadness, this depression, this anxiety, this, this loss that you've been feeling. I want to take on all of that and say that, like, you are clean. You, you can walk in purpose and freedom and light and joy and just love and I think that's really speaks to me is like his faithful love endures forever. So like no matter what relationship you don't do or don't have, like God's there 24 seven, 365 days to eternity. He's there for you. He'll show up. He'll be your father, your best friend, like just your confidant, your mentor, like everything and more he will be for you. So like just keep going and know that like that that's that's enough that's enough to keep going and to keep connecting and to keep exploring and um so yeah I just wanted to give that to you also what I thought I wanted to mention real fast but who knows if it's gonna be really fast um I'm reading this book and it's a long one but I've been breezing through it because it's so good it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer and it's all about hurry and how we're just so distracted and how God and what the Bible says and what Jesus, how the model that Jesus has given us to not live this hurried, burnt out, anxiety, 
heartbroking, like have to check this off my schedule, have to do this, have to book this, blah, blah, blah. And so what I thought was very interesting is that um, he talks about just the factor of money and this wanting more concept. And he talked about this, um, this I think it's called Gallup survey that um, the Prince, Princeton University went through and it said that um, it says 450,000 Gallup surveys and concluded that your overall well-being does rise with your income, but only to a point. After that, you either plateau worse or decline. And this psychologist, I think, um, award-winning psychologist or Nobel, Nobel Prize winning psychologist said, no matter where you live, your emotional well-being is as good as it's going to get at $75,000. And money's not going to make it any better beyond that point. It's like you hit some sort of ceiling and you can't get emotional get emotionally well-being much higher just by having more money and I thought this kind of went into like gratitude and I want to be sensitive to the fact that like there's really hard times right now and like money is tight for a lot of people um and it mentions that in like the book but it says, once you reach what most Westerners classify as a middle-class life, money and stuff just can't deliver what they promise, happiness. And it said, it goes on to say, the truth, poverty is really hard and a middle-class life is a real gift. But after that, it's the law of diminishing returns. In fact, more money might just be more problems. But whenever you fall into the socio socioeconomic stratum, the most important things in life aren't things at all. There are relationships with family, friends, and above all, God. And that's what I was talking about. And what I think I mentioned in another episode is that it is was really important for me to like not make money my idol, especially in this season of life. And just idol is like anything you put before God, anything you put before like just the basic, like just your life and you constantly think about it and you're constantly obsessive about it and um I was kind of good about that in the beginning of the year and then as I was unemployed and just just thinking too much and just putting so much emphasis on like what I uh, like a, a stance of lack that I really kind of didn't do well and kind of came more obsessive with it but I wanted to, where is it, um, speak some scripture into it. And it said, Psalms 39, there's a line. It says, in vain they rush about heaping up wealth without knowing whose it will finally be. Because at the end of the day, y'all, like, we can't take money to us in heaven, okay? Like, we, like, we can't take that anywhere. So what is buying more things? Of course, like, you know, save it, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's God's money. And that may be controversial to some people, but like he's giving you so much. He's given you those talents. He's given you those gifts. He's given you that mind. And at the end of the day, it's like his, his money and we can't take that with us. So why get all caught up into it in a very obsessive way? Like, yes, like make money to live and to supply for your family, supply for yourself, supply for the necessary things and be wise with it. But it's like, don't come, try try not to like 
come from it from an obsessive point and just be grounded in it, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And personally, this is making me uncomfortable because I don't love talking about money. But, you know, gotta do what's uncomfortable sometimes. But I also love the part of what he said is, part of the story is that we choose money and stuff over time and freedom. And that's where he gets over like, we're so hurried. Instead of spending money to get time, we opted for the reverse. We spend time to get money. And I was like, woo lord come on in this book okay but some of the scripture that he said that he mentioned in the book is like it is more blessed to give than receive i know we all have heard of that but you cannot serve both god and money and i think that's in matthew i believe and that was one of the verses that i wrote down wrote, wrote down to like remember because you can't because if you try to serve both I think in the human desire and in the human flesh, we always put money over God. And I, it was funny that he mentioned, he's like, I don't know where the prosperity gospel came from because that's not in scripture. And I just, I just love, I just love that, that he said that. And it says, but you know, people can manipulate, manipulate scripture as well. But it says life does not consist in an abundance of possessions, which is in the word. And then I had to grab my journal to look for one of the other things, um, one of the other verses, and it's Matthew 6, 20 through 21, and it says, Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasures are, there the desires of your heart will also be. Because I think that, like, where your treasure is like that's where your heart is even if it's for something bad and um when I was like thinking of like store your treasures in heaven like how do I store my treasures in heaven and one of the things which I'm still you know thinking about and um and meditating on is just like two things that have a greater lasting effect and creating and speaking truth and life into people and creating connection and creating an intimate more intimate relationship with God and just think doing the things that like honor your body and your mind and just not getting so hyper focused on things of this world even though that's so easier said than done but just coming back to like the truth every single time and just knowing that this is so temporary and we're foreigners on this earth and um, that this is not our forever home. That was what was truly swirling around in my ever thinking, ever processing mind and it's even more so in that I'm alone for been alone for four months (laughs) so um i want to get into the song of the episode which is built for this by chandler moore and bishop brian moore wow i cannot enunciate today but i do always have trouble enunciating so what what really is new it's just a little bit worse today so thank you for bearing with me but so the lyrics for this go this is a newer song it just came out recently and um because the album is called feelings by chandler moore and um the verses 
that the intro is like there's no battle that I'm not built for. I'm flesh and blood, but that that but that's not my war. Mountain moments or valley seasons come whatever greater lives within. And I really loved cuz I always battle with songs and I'm like I'm very nostalgic. I want to go back to certain songs that I started my walk with God with or just all these things, but it's something that really stood out to me because it's just saying that like no matter like I go back to the heart of this this pod this podcast episode of just like there's so many things going on but like I'm built for this like Jesus is in me God built me for such a time as this like I'm built for this and like my battle is not flesh and blood and that's not my war that I'm meant to fight like I'm not meant to just attack people and just shred them to pieces. I'm not meant to like shame them and to blast them on social media. Like greater lives within me. And it goes on to say, and I was built for this. From the start, it was finished. In this world, I don't fit. But in your arms, I was made for this. So I've survived worse than this. Oh, I was made in your image. I was built for this. And I just like, can we just say that as an affirmation in the morning? Like go whatever day or night you are watching this like wake up in the morning be like look in the mirror and like I was built for this like ooh, I don't know why I'm just some things just make me hype for some reason I don't know but like you said he said in this world I don't fit but in your arms I do and that's when when we we feel like we we don't we feel like we just don't want we want to numb it out we don't want to be still and talk to God or we don't know how but just like we were made for this you'll you'll figure out a way it may be uncomfortable at first but he built you to commune and to spend time with him and then it goes on to say disappointment is meant for your glory old times teach you more than the hike there's a lesson in what you suffer oh my child hold on longer and you'll see and it's more of a slower song, um, but it's just worth a listen. And the vocals are just like warming and comforting. And it, I feel like it's a great like one to put on before you go to sleep because it just like makes you feel like peaceful and like, yes, I was built for this. And so, yeah, check out that song. It's new. I love Chandler Moore's voice. Um, but my shout out for this episode, I didn't know who would pick. But this is kind of cheesy, but honestly, I woke up this morning kind of emotional because usually around this time, at least for the past two years, I would go to Chicago to see my grandma and I, she passed away in April of 2020. And so it was kind of a tough moment for me, but I was also grateful at the same time, even though it was so emotional, I was crying. But I'm just so thankful. I'll say this every single day to the cows come home. Like, I'm so grateful to have had her in my life for this long, even though I it's I was only 24. But to have her as an example, and I don't think she knew this at all, but like she was one of the only examples that I've seen on this earth of who the heart of Jesus. She was... She had a servant's heart through and through. She would die for other people. Like she would break her back to care for people. She would cook and clean for people. And she just didn't care whether they appreciated it or not. She That was just the heart of who 
she was, and I like to say is, and just the selflessness and the love that ran through that woman's veins was so like what I imagine and what I read about Jesus, and I'm just so grateful to have had her and to still call her that she was my grandma and she is my grandma and she is the greatest angel that I that I have and so I just want to give a shout out on this Thanksgiving to my grandma because I love you and I'm just so thankful that I had that example and you constantly inspire me you are the reason that I just like I knew she wanted me to start this podcast like I was like should I start it now like what should I do but I like knew that like she always believed in me even when no one else believed in me and she would want me to do this and so my first episode I said I wanted to make her proud and I'm just I hope I'm making her proud even now And so I got to wrap this up because I'm going to start crying and um, I don't want y'all to hear that my voice crackle, even though it's dehydrated and still kind of doing that. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Before I end it, I would appreciate it if you would um, subscribe, click subscribe or follow on Spotify so you'd be alerted when new episodes pop up and that you would write a review so other people would be encouraged to listen. And I really hope that this helped you with today, tonight, or tomorrow. Talk to you later.